Yeah. All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yes. Go. Hold on. Oh, get that wind! I can't afford a fan. So. Keep it going. All right, go. You shake your head and it's not. It hurts my neck. I can't do it. All right, ready? Let's go. Yeah. Okay, well, I want to share this because you're going to listen to him more than you'll do me. So this is Raman again. This is my Ryanair book. <laughs> Fear of paying 35 extra pounds. I took these papers out. Maybe blasphemy, I don't know. So, oh, here he comes. Oh, good, someone else showed up. Come on, sit down. How are you? Hmm? Oh yeah, you might can you do me a favor? Can you just yeah, look out there? Let's um yeah, we should put a sign up there. Yeah, yeah. What happened? You just figured it out or someone came? Actually, it's okay. You heard the message. I thought I was back here. Hmm? I said I thought I was back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. It's a good idea. Yeah, actually we used to have a sign, but I should get that. Yeah, first time. Well, we can talk without Mike. We started the video. <laughs> I just, I'll, mention, I'll say it again. I just want to throw this out there because I, it's, I can riff on this. So, this is Maharaji. You know Ramana Maharshi? From, from your talks. Oh, from the talks. All right. So, he's sharing. This is a book based on talks that he did. They transcribed them a long time ago. So, this is what he says. Someone's asking how to find the Atman. What's, let's say the Atman is everything, or awareness, whatever. Yeah? And his answer is, there is no investigation into the Atman. This will tell you everything you need to know. The investigation can only be into the non-self. So you can only investigate what you're not. You cannot investigate what you are, because that will be what's investigating what you're not. What you are will be what's investigating what you're not. Yes? So you can't, he's just changing the course. This is the whole point. Because if, if the first step is off, then every step thereafter, even corrective steps, will be off. Yeah? Especially if the, 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 the first step that's off, that's an impossibility, it's even worse when you try to correct, get corrective steps for it. This is giving it more reality than ever, yeah? So you don't have to correct any step. You have to realize that what you are has never gone anywhere. Yeah. Doesn't need to be investigated because it's investigating everything else if it wants. Yeah. So here, the Atman meaning everything. Yeah. Awareness, big M mind, whatever you want to call it. There is no investigation into Atman. The investigation can only be into the non-self. Elimination of the non-self is alone possible because there's no need for elimination. How would you eliminate a non-thing? <laughs> By seeing it's a non-thing. Yeah? Therefore, the elimination doesn't take any time because how, like, how, how do you, how can you, do you, can you destroy a non-existent thing? Obviously not. So, it would take some time to destroy a thing, but it takes no time to destroy a non-existent thing because there's no need to destroy the non-existent thing because it's non-existent. End of story. Let's go to dinner.
really, this is, I just did this for 20 days. So, so here he goes. Elimination of non-self is alone possible. The truth, or the whatever you want to call it, he uses a big S self to mean everything. Yeah? He says, the big S self is always self-evident. Yeah? It sounds weird, but the big M self, the big S self, being always self-evident, always self-evident. You're on right now. That's his evidence. Yeah? The on, that's before you think you're on. The on, that's before when you think you're off. The on, that's there when you don't think you're there. And the on, that's there when you think you're there. That. It's before all of what we call us. What we call us shows up later. But unfortunately, it's implied to be before. So now you have to move closer to what you are because you believe you're farther away from what you are based on some insane ideas that you did something. Yeah? So we're always trying to erase phony miles to try to arrive at where we always are. This is the, this is the incessant, it's like rats are better. You know? If you take the cheese away, they'll go down the tunnel two more, three more times, and then they stop looking. We fucking 67 years. He's <laughs> like the spiritual maze, and people are dressed. They're looking like good rats, you know? <laughs> but they're still basically, there's no cheese down there. I see they're spending the cheese looking for the cheese, because they are the cheese. Really. <laughs> Trying to use the cheese to find the cheese. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, does it? Really? But in the head, it makes total sense because the head's whole logic is based on a false premise that it's a thing that's existing, and you know what? It's got to look for something because something's fucking wrong. I'm not feeling satisfied. I don't feel complete. I'm affected by outside circumstances every day. My whole day can be destroyed by one thought. One little look from somebody can ruin my fucking life if that person is important enough to me. <laughs> Something is strangely off there. Yeah? So he goes, this is beautiful because the self or the truth or what we are is self-evident. Its, it's evidence is of itself. Its onness is on, its own onness. It doesn't have to be switched on because it can't be switched off. Yeah? It's an inherent condition that's inherently the condition as the inherent condition. It's not conditioned by anything else other than its own inherency. Yeah? So it's, it's self-effulgent, it's bright, it's present, it's available because that's its nature. It's not doing brightness. It's not trying to do availability. It's because it is light, yeah, it's bright. Yeah, that's the gorgeousness of it. So we were talking today, so there's, there's a lot of ideas of surrender, and they're all perfect for the level they're at. But Ramana said a beautiful thing. He says, to who would, to who, to who would surrender and to whom? Yeah? He said, who would surrender and to whom? So basically, the absolute surrender is surrendering the idea that there's anyone there to surrender. It's always this way. 
It's always a negation of a false pre- premise. Before you start the engine and take off, because then there'll be a big turning around, and then you've got to get a map to get back to where you never left, and then things can stop you, obstacles occur. I mean, this just could be a hazardous trip, and you're just in a fake car <laughs> with different, like, different scenery. So you're thinking, you turned around, and I'm now looking for my authentic self from your authentic self. <laughs> because there's only that which is. So you, you can't find it as anything other than itself. But all the looking is that that's what's looking. So beautiful. Yeah. So then, now i got to go to this other page. Yeah. This one I love here. So that's pretty clear, isn't it? So there is no investigation. You do not need to know what you are. So you can just give it up. Yeah? And this whole idea of letting go is built on the idea that someone is holding on. You don't need to let go of fucking anything. You really don't. Yeah. And if you feel like you need to surrender, then surrender. But the real, the real surrender will be when you surrender the idea that there's anyone to surrender. It's just fucking, you know. Then how long will it take? No time at all. And you'll have a sense of that immediacy. That, and really, after it dawns on you, you realize, how did that escape me, in a sense? You know? <laughs> it's the last dying statement from the thing that doesn't die. You know, because it was never existed. But it, it has a strong sense of, <laughs> how, did, how did I miss it? <laughs> well, you missed it for looking for it. That's what gets revealed. Yeah. By you're busy looking for it, you miss it, because you are what's looking I mean, you can say it in thousands of different ways. A lot of people have said it beautifully. And it basically, they always say the same thing. The seeker is the sort. So here's this beautiful statement. There is no greater mystery than the following. So this is a pretty big statement. Yeah? There is no greater mystery than the following. That Tommy can come in here late and expect to hear satsang. Oh, oh, there he is. There is no greater mystery than the following. So that's a pretty big statement. So there is no greater. So this must be the greatest mystery. There is no greater mystery. So I would say that's the greatest mystery. (laughs) Ourselves being the reality. We seek to gain reality. That's the mystery. We think there is something hiding our reality and that it must be destroyed before the reality is gained. Now, all right, if the thing that, that, the thing that seems to be hiding our reality is us... <laughs> <laughs> so for us, for us to get now, listen. I did this in Dublin. Now, if you heard this as a deal, like on like a like a survivor movie in the show, where you go to the island and the last person wins the million dollars and then becomes a drug addict and fucking dies. Yeah. So here, yeah, this is good. So <laughs> ourselves being the reality, we seek to gain reality. We think that there is something hiding our reality, us, basically, and that it must be destroyed before the reality is gained. 
All right, so to win in this game, which is winning the game is gaining reality. To win in the game, you've got to be destroyed. <laughs> now, who's going to get to the finish line first? Nobody. They're going to meander. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and there'll be seven, eight seasons of this game because no one's going to gain reality because they would entail them being destroyed. They're destroyed, and they want to be there to enjoy the reality. <laughs> so, they may say they want reality. They may say they don't do anything to gain reality, but basically, there's a huge conflict of interest because it's hooked up in their head that if I gain reality, I've got to be destroyed. Well, you know, <laughs> I think I'll pass on that. But you want to be on the show. You don't want to get kicked off the show. So it's got to look like you want to gain Gain reality, but <laughs> you really don't want to gain reality because it would mean you have to be destroyed. <laughs> so reality, all right. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I can see him saying that with his diapers on. This is ridiculous. Oh, that would be a strong statement. A day will dawn. When you will yourself laugh at your past efforts to win the show, <laughs> who will be the one who gains reality? Ooh, I don't know. I heard that you've got to be destroyed to win the game. <laughs> A day will dawn when you will yourself laugh at all your past efforts. That which will be on the day you laugh is also here and now. Uh, isn't that very refreshing? I mean, I could we could have a forty-minute production of singing the pleasures of not being a body as a body. It ain't gonna go fucking anywhere because if the if the body tries not to be the body, then it will recognize, oh, I'm not the body, but as the body. <laughs> <laughs> it, the, the, <laughs> what you are isn't a body. It doesn't have to recognize it's not a body. It's very clear that it's not a body. <laughs> because that's what you are. You're the seeing of everything you're not. So you're seeing you're not a body because a great master showed up and went like this. Hey, Hawaiian Pogos, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. So we're all off the game board. We're off the show, basically. <laughs> There's no winners here. Because whatever can be perceived, hey, I see you. That would be you off the show. I see you. You're out. Because whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Do you know? It's like you're disqualified. You can go on the sideline. And instead of fighting the game, you can see the game somewhat, you know? And maybe the game or the dream will get happier, yeah, as you see it more clearly. What more do you freaking want? Yeah. And I have to admit, in time, in this place, this dreaming has gotten happier for this action figure. The health's better, things have happened. Without much thought or effort, on its part. It's important that it knows when to put the ball down. Because when it's 
when it doesn't put the ball down, it sees the goal line somewhere else. That ain't the goal line. As it's hell bent to arrive there, that's not it. You admit, you know, a certain sense of unknowingness, and then something picks it up and runs the rest of the way. And you enjoy the celebration, but you didn't produce the effect. And that's how you can wear life lightly. Life lightly yeah? You see that something is moving through all of us. So, so this idea, like if a car took itself to be a car, let's say, yeah, or let's say someone was identified as a car, and then they're in the car. How is the car going to get out of the car? But as soon as an entertainment that may not be a car, suddenly you would see the doors, and you'd see the lifts are up, it could just get out and get off. But see, this is what happens here. We think we're going to, on all these rides, these amusement parks, some of them hellish, some of them cool, but you don't realize this is the ride. The ride that gets on all the other rides and bitches about the ride. And says, I'd love to be off of this ride, but you never entertain being off of this ride. You identify this ride, and this is what turns on the roller coaster. This is what turns on the hamster wheel. There is not a hamster wheel without a hamster. It's just a metal circle. It's when a hamster in it, then it gets to be a wheel. Without the hamster's energy, there's no wheel. Yeah. We bitch about the wheel. The hamster probably bitches like fucking crazy. I hate this fucking wheel. I wish I could get off. <laughs> but when he gets off, the wheel stops and he doesn't get the recognition. You know, like when you look at your life and you had maybe 15 important relationships and you realize the one constant in all of them was you. You've got to sort of see your imprint on things, you know? That you're dreaming here. I mean, this is... This is what the message is like. This message doesn't have periods or commas, nor even exclamation points. It just trails into entertaining. So the greatest scriptures, in raw mind's view, are the shortest ones. They're like half a sentence. The seeker is the sword. The gateless gate, the open secret. Yeah, what's looking is what you're looking for. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. These don't take, they're not long-winded dissertations, they're warnings, basically. And they're warning us exactly what he's saying. Yeah? This is ridiculous. That we are reality, and then trying to, enter, trying to gain reality as something other than what we are, which we could never possibly freaking be, because what's Perceiving cannot be perceived. So we are not of thingness, period. It's not the thingness that is seeing, it's what seeing is seeing. Yeah, and it's not a thing. I, I love bodies, but the point is, if you're identified as a body, there's a lot of commitments that are made. Now you're of time, now everything you're dreaming has the ability to affect you. One thought can ruin your day, yeah? You can have suffering and pain and all this stuff. The pain is pain. That's going to rise as a body. But what happens is the mental state claims the pain and then extends it in time, which makes it fucking unbearable. Because you may be able to deal with something for a day, but if you feel like you've been dealing with it for three months, it's going to be fucking unbearable. And then if you expect you're going to be dealing with it the rest of your life, it's completely unbearable. Yeah? 
That's suffering. That's played by the mental state. It's been given the strength, but it's playing it. It's extending that note in time. That's suffering. Pain happens here. Yeah? But the suffering is, is an exquisite symphony that just gets played over and over again. Yeah? And if you are taking yourself to be the body, you're going to have the effects of what affects bodies. Yeah? You're going to be of time, first of all, and what you are is timeless. You cannot recognize it through time. That's blind. It's like a blind field. It's like a gauze. Yeah? You have to see what you're not. In, and then realizing what you're not, you'll have a sense of what you are. And I'm telling you, it's not drawn out in time. It's an immediate whack. And the immediate whack will inform you it's always been that way. So therefore, all the meaning of all the efforts and the patience and the longing get dismissed completely. It's always been this way. There was just dreaming. And that which you are is what's dreaming. It's dreaming what it's not, and then suddenly it tries to find itself from what it's not. Instead of realizing what it's not, and, not, and then realizing there's no need to find itself. It's never been lost to be found. It's like that necklace story I tell, with the, you know, with the lady with the necklace. She thinks she's lost it. That doesn't mean she lost it. She thinks she's lost it. And then so she goes to everyone and asks, Have you, can you help me find my necklace? So some guy sees, hey, I could probably charge her 500 a month and we'll spend three years of this process. I'll help you find, it may take a while. All right, do you think you can do it? I think so. Just send me that check. We're busy finding the necklace. First, let's study the necklace. And then we'll read old books about people who had the necklace and then what happened when they lost the necklace. And we'll, by knowing it all, then maybe we'll be able to find it. All right, she signs up. And then she goes, and then she runs her note for say, can you help me find the necklace? And the guy goes, hey, it's right on your neck. What? So she goes, she has a huge joy washing over her when she found the necklace. But was it lost? It hadn't gone anywhere. But in her experience, this is the dreaming. Dreaming can make what's so completely so make it unseemingly so. You know, so that which can't be lost can seem to be lost. And then when she found it, she felt the great joy. I found my necklace. And then she tells everyone and she joins Finding Necklace Group. And they all sing the praises of... First, though, to sing the praises of finding the necklace, they've had to have lost the necklace. This is the little trap. It's great to find the necklace. You'll feel great. But the losing the necklace could be a real drag. And I bet you the losing will go longer than the finding. <laughs> you have lost it for quite a while, and then you find it only to lose it again. Because once you lose it once, I'm guaranteeing you're going to lose it again. And once you think you gain something, this is the most painful thing in spiritual groups, is the people who thought they were awake and they lost the awakeness. <laughs> they did something to lose the awakeness. All right, so here's so there's necklace. So, so when she lost the necklace, she was bummed out, complete. This is the real, really wild question. She, when she believed she lost the necklace, which she didn't, she was bummed out. And then when she found the necklace, she was had such joy, but it wasn't found. What's going on here, other than dreaming? How? What else can you call that? Yeah? We're dreaming that something that's always available isn't. <laughs> We dreaming that it can be lost, but you can't. 
We're dreaming. This is the this is the prize of the game. It can be found, which you can't. <laughs> so we made up this whole thing in time, you know, with constant with lots of degrees of difficulties to find the lost necklace. Some people may never find it. it may take lifetimes to find the necklace. It's an amazing game, yeah. But it's based on a false premise. The fucking necklace hasn't been lost. Just put your hand there and you'll feel it. It's like someone who has bad, he has bad eyesight based on his assumption he's got a bad, bad pair of glasses. So he goes to like spiritual automatrists to get them corrected. And he gets one and gets a little corrected, but it produces its own little distortion. You've got to go to another. And now he has about 12 glasses. But he made an assumption he should have felt around here because he was assuming that his, what he was seeing at first was his eyes. They weren't. That's a pair of glasses. Once he felt it, he could have went... Bleh. And he could have seen clearly, but they never freaking investigate. They just they assume, oh, this is the way I see see things. This is the only way I can see things. No, it isn't. Do you blame the radio for the music that is playing? Do you really? You can't. The radio picks up any fucking channel. You can't say that radio is a Christian evangelical. It's not. Even though it's spouting in hours, yeah, it's not a rapper, it's not a news person, it's a radio. It transmits and receives. And this message can reach a point of beating a dead horse. You do not want to cross that line. Because suddenly it's a disservice. Yeah? There's a point. Here's the letter. Here's the spiritual subpoena. You've got to go to court. I, gotta, I don't have to keep telling you you've got to go. <laughs> you've got to go to court. You've got the subpoena. My job's done. I can fade out into the, into the space and now entertain entertain because this has the ability to correct that which doesn't need to be corrected really that's how because there's no ability needed to correct that which doesn't have to be corrected you just see it as not so if you see it as not so if you saw something as non-existent would you go check to make sure it was still non-existent it would, you wouldn't, oh, I have to kill, it's not like a zombie thing's going to arise. It never had been arisen before. I mean, things that come back from life, death have to have been alive. This has never been alive. So there's no <laughs> killing it. You can just walk a free man or a woman. And you'll see it as you travel. You'll travel lighter. And what more do you freaking want? I mean, this place has a lot of degrees of difficulty, you know? You know, sometimes when you're driving, you're at the, like, Trader Joe's, this person pulls out, the other person drops, fucking, this, I can't get out of this freaking parking lot, that's what happens. You can have everything beautiful at 9 o'clock, 9, 10, you can fucking be in Armageddon. Everything can happen in this fucking place, because this is what's not happening. It's difficult, you know? You have like a, you have like a something right here, like a sweat thing. It could drive you crazy all day. It's just like you know something a little itchier, like a nose hair or something. It just shit happens constantly all day. 
demanding effort to deal with it. And in that effort, it says, I must be real if you're so fucking busy taking care of me. That's its way. It's got to constantly try to prove. Why? Because it's non-existent. Something that exists doesn't have to prove it exists. It's existing. It's on. That which is on isn't going, hey, look at me, I'm on. I'm on. It's never been off. So it's its nature. And being is different than doing and having. It demonstrates a different uh, pace. There's no sweat on the brow of what's being what it is. There's no sweat, there's no effort in it. And we have the experience of it all day. The seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. How many things did I see today, seemingly, yeah? If I'm looking this way and my eyes are open, I'm going to see whatever's there. Do I have any volition? I can make a vow I'm not seeing a fucking pinto today. And there's a pinto. There's no, there's no discrimination. You're just, you're basically on. And then, neutering that by saying you're the one who's on, you start entertaining all these insane impossibilities, how off you can be. But that, those lights, those lights that are going through those five windows, seeing, hearing, feeling, they never go off. You're awake all day. The light's on all day. If there was a sense, and you can't get a sense of it unless you see what you're not. You've got to do like a bank shot. You can't hit the fucking cue ball in the eight it, because there's too many balls. You go ding, ding, and it hits. And then you go, wow. Yeah? You don't go, I'm what I've been looking for, but there's a living of it. Yes. Cut out the time. Cut out the space. Cut out the effort. Cut out the way. Yeah. Keep hearing about nothing and entertain nothing. Don't let a period and a comma and an exclamation put anything. Just let it hit you. Because it will cause an avalanche of sense feltness. When I heard you and I give everything all the meaning it has, it explained, it explained a huge amount. Like in a nanosecond. I, my whole life story got, got demonstrated. That's all I have been doing this whole life. I, this, has, this, this event has been giving meaning to everything. Given all the meaning everything has for me. That's a pretty amazing step, yeah? It just explained my whole event. And then when I saw that this presupposing of a non-existent thing, wanting to get salvation for a non-existent thing, that explained all my behavior, my whole life. Every time I shot the dope, every time I went to spiritual practices, I was trying to get salvation for the non-existent thing. That's why it never worked. And I could bitch about a lot of the things I did and see that I didn't do enough and I could have practiced more. But in drug addiction, I was perfect. I completed the fucking mission. I should have gained reality through fucking transcending and overdosing on drugs. And it didn't happen because you can't get out of an imaginary place. That's the speed bump. That's the trip. That's the little... That's like the, the, uh, the scratching of the album. Yeah. And if you don't see it, you'll be looking from it all freaking day. You'll be trying to get out of something as that something. 
That's truly being in it. Yeah? You're trying to get out of things as that thing you're in. That's the dilemma. It, I see it all day. There's thousands of, of examples of it all day, of us trying to get out of what we could not possibly be in. And then gathering others and making videos and getting into this whole thing. It sounds great. It's like, wow, we have a great sense of belonging, but it ain't going to work. Has it? No. So this, man, this, this should be like a, you know those warnings on a cigarette pack. It really should be stamped on every book, other than this one. Where's the video? Yes, the new book, <laughs> Fall Under Arrest. <laughs> it should be on every front page of every spiritual book, which is, hey, could it be this situation is a perfect example of the presupposing of a non-existent thing, wanting to get salvation for a non-existent thing. Now, if you like reading books, far out. But if there's an intent that this is going to lead me somewhere, you're going to be sorely disappointed. How can you be led to what you are? That would take way too much fucking time. So, hmm. any questions tonight? I can ask them over dinner. Dinner? <clears throat> yeah, we'll put it off. That's it, then. That's it. But you got 33 minutes. That's more.